this is Roy Linney. The Royal Berkshire Hospital in Reading was chosen as a representative hospital for a study. The population of Reading has a very similar distribution to the southeast as a whole, just a slightly lower proportion of elderly people and higher proportion of young adults. Despite being one of the most affluent areas of the UK, it also has some of the most deprived areas, making it comparable to the rest of southeast England in terms of household composition and average salary. The study was about the impact of climate change on hospital admissions. The upshot, I quote, the number of bed days is projected to increase the most in July and August, correlating with the projected increase in peak summer temperatures. In other words, winter pressures in the summer. <laughs> what about the winter? Well, NHS England tell us, quote, the majority, sorry, the major, the major issue centres on emergency admissions and the number of people requiring hospital care, predominantly with respiratory conditions or decompensating other conditions, for example, failure of the heart to maintain adequate blood circulation after long-standing vascular disease, usually brought on by cold weather and viruses. Whichever way you look at it, there doesn't seem to be much respite. Right now, A&E attendances are off the scale. In quarter one of the 22-23 year, the year we're in now, there were around 6.2 million A&E attendances. Waiting time performance worsened for all types of attendances. 57% of patients attending type 1 departments, that's, that's the sort of normal A&E with a consultant, 57% um, attending were admitted, transferred or discharged within four hours. A record low, just over half. This Thursday, the RCN will withdraw nurses from around 60 trusts with type 1 services. And this is a quote from their website. Chemotherapy, dialysis, critical care units such as intensive care and high dependency, neonatal and paediatric intensive care are the services exempt from strike action. Other services may be reduced to Christmas Day or night duty staffing levels. At this unprecedented time of pressure on the NHS, you don't need me to amplify the risks this will create for patients, neither for the reputation of the RCN, if, as is most likely, someone's mother or child or husband or daughter or granny, relative, friend or next-door neighbour comes to grief by delayed or absent care. The logic seems to be striking will highlight already delayed services and cause more delays, which will lead to fewer delays in the long run. Over the summer months, deaths in England and Wales have been higher than would have been expected. The excess mortality data points to three key issues. One, the NHS is overloaded, quality of care is suffering, staff are burnt out and leaving their positions. Two, leading to medical care being delayed for acute and chronic conditions. And three, too many ambulances are unable to offload. I hate to think what it will be like in the run-up to Christmas. Two days of nursing strikes in conjunction with paramedics will disrupt services and have their impact for families, relatives and friends for weeks to come. Regardless of the rights or wrongs of each side, the ritual dance of industrial disputes, the posturing and the blame game has to stop.
Otherwise, I fear there will be a blame game of an entirely different order. Time to draw the line. Stop pointing back and look forward. The RCN no 19% is not a goer and have accepted this much by taking it off the table. And Bully Boy won't be able to override the pay review set up because if he did it would unravel pay policy across the public sector. The solution? Well, he could ask the pay review body to look again at their recommendations in the light of recent accelerating inflation over the remainder of this year and next. This preserves the distance between ministers and the bargaining. To avoid inflation arguments, any uplift could be paid half now and half next April. Everything else, crace facilities, flexible rostering, free car parking, student debt forgiveness, at cost hot food 24-7, free training to upskill, all of it is small change and easily delivered. The first thing you're taught day one on negotiating courses is an agreement has to let both sides win. The second, turn up and approach discussions ethically, honestly and with a win-win mentality. Do that and anything is possible. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly and I look forward to speaking again soon. Bye-bye now.